Is that Michelle? Oh, hi. Hello. Good to see you. <laughs> Your eyes look amazing. I know. It's TV makeup. The TV makeup. Yep. You TV people. Yep. Now, look, I know it's probably the same for you, but I'm often stopped in the street and asked questions. And the question I'm asked most often is, how has Michelle not killed you yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> look, it's a long list yeah. of, of things that I do to kind of keep my hands from not going exactly. around. Well, it's not through a want of trying, and that's why we have a 24-foot table in here now, um, and you have to go through a metal detector. Yes. So the way you're playing with that audio cord, I could be in trouble. Yeah. Now, the, the most common question I get, and it was one of my neighbours who turned around to me and he sort of said, mate, and this is Naran, my neighbour, so yeah. shout out to Naran. He basically turned around and went, what's the difference between misinformation and disinformation? Oh, it's a really good question. And that's a brilliant question. Yeah. And I want to talk about that now. I think we should. Let's do it. You're listening to I Spy, the gaslight of Australian intelligence. Where's my phone? I put my phone down there. No, you didn't. Didn't I? No. Oh, my God. The lights are going down. Oh, they're coming back up. Who are you? What are you doing here? Help me! You need to question your reality. Uh, I don't have a reality. Hello and welcome to I Spy. My name's Michelle Stevenson. I'm here with David Callan. And this ep, we're going to look at disinformation versus... Misinformation. misinformation. Now, now this is really important because COVID really kind of brought this to the fore. There was a lot of conversations around it. Tons of that. And also we're seeing a lot of it in terms of Russia and Ukraine. Oh, that's a big one as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And also the general trait of gaslighting. Yeah, I mean, gaslighting is a big one. And I think it's a word that everyone enjoys throwing around, but probably doesn't really understand what it means. Now, if we're going to look at misinformation versus disinformation, yeah. I think we should just like break down what it is Exactly. First. Let us go from the beginning. Yeah. Disinformation. Now, disinformation is false or inaccurate information deliberately designed to be deceptive. Yes. Right. So you are actually going out there and purposely giving false information. Which is kind of what the Russian media do or the Chinese media. Yeah. Or, I mean, the great one is the Russians during the US elections. Yes. And also Brexit and most likely our election as well. Though at the moment they're a little distracted. So the coverage of the Ukraine as well by saying mm. that it's a, a special military military operation, not an invasion. That's a big red flag. Absolutely. And it's intended to deceive you. Yes. And what we saw recently with Russian state-based uh, television, the news, we saw mm. that one of the one of the employees went on in the middle of a bulletin and had a sign that said, don't believe yeah. everything. This isn't true. Basically. They're lying to you. They're lying to you. And it's been very interesting to find out what's going to happen to her. It's, um, I mean, he's, Putin has now changed the law that if you do not support the state, you can face 15 years in a gulag. And it's really uh, what we're seeing now, and I think we're, it's really noticeable with Ukrainians, a lot of them are saying, we're not leaving, we'd rather die. Yeah. Like, we, we're not leaving, you're not going to get rid of us. And we're seeing it also in Russia as well. The younger Russians are, are literally defying Putin and risking so much. Yeah, and we, we'll get to that, but let's finish the breakdown yes. of it. So, so, disinformation. So, that's disinformation. Yep. It is purposefully there to deceive, yep. right? Misinformation is false or inaccurate information that is spread widely regardless of intent. Yes. So, it's the- Poor sap who reads a piece of disinformation and goes, oh, I'm going to pass that on. Yeah, so we basically, it's also the things like, you know, people spread false photos or false statements that have been made up and someone will retweet that on Twitter yeah. and then that'll get retweeted again and retweeted again and then someone will write an article about Around it. Around that piece of information. And no one's done their due diligence and checked to whether it's actually true. Exactly. And a great example of that is the CDC saying yes. that masks were not necessary. 
They did say they weren't necessary, but they there's certain masks do not work. Well, no, it, right at the very beginning of mm. COVID, and again, I <laughs> hello, David got on the internet and started digging. Oh um, the CDC did turn around and say the first belief for COVID was it was a contact infection. You had to touch it. And there's a great video around of a guy in Wuhan with a Bic lighter mm. with a little curve of copper over mm. the top of it, little piece of metal bent over the top. And what he would do is he'd touch the lift button with it and then switch the lighter on and it would burn that little piece of metal. So he was like, that way I'm not touching anything. I actually got a pair of very light cycle gloves and stitched conductive thread into the fingertips so I could operate any touchscreen. Are you serious? T- yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? It's You're fine. a weirdo. <laughs> no, no. That is so weird. No, no, it's great because you sit there with gloves on operating stuff and people are like, how do you do that? And also in supermarkets, for my iPad, my iPhone, I don't need them. But if I'm going into a supermarket, when we're told it's a contact problem, I'm going to use those gloves. But it's not a contact problem. But it's not. And what I find really interesting now is you still hear of corporations where there's been COVID cases and they're like, we're going to do a deep clean. I'm like, why? Are you cleaning the air? Because it's the air we need to clean. It doesn't matter what we're doing to the surface. And of course, it was a lot cheaper and simpler to just use hand sanitizer. And also it was a lot more comfortable when you went to pick your nose because- That 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 thread really scratches inside <laughs> your nostrils. I'm just so happy that I don't need to wash my hands fifty thousand oh, times yeah. a day and put hand sanitizer. Like it was really brutal on my nails. My skin was terrible oh my God, during my COVID. My skin was horrible. Anyway, CDC said we think it's a contact mm. problem, therefore you don't need a mask. Until someone went, uh, it's definitely an airborne infection. Yes, and CDC went. Okay, sorry, sorry, you're right. You need to wear a mask. But everyone went, no, CDC said you don't need a mask. So you've taken information out of context. Yes. That's another way of using it. That that becomes misinformation rather than disinformation. So the difference is disinformation, it is sent out with intent. Misinformation is it's sent out without intent. A good way of describing it, as someone said, was with misinformation, people spread misinformation and it comes back to that whole idea of conspiracy theory. I want to be part of that group. Yeah. So I'm going to share that information. Yes. So it becomes an echo chamber. Once the echo chamber starts echoing, the message gets out and it becomes part of the, the, the universe. Yeah. And so with disinformation, you've got like prospective governments. You've also got ideologies and uh, leaders of particular groups who like to use disinformation yeah. to their advantage to kind of quell dissent and bring people in line or to just fuck with people. Well, there's a very interesting point that's made here. During the Cold War, disinformation was a huge effort on both sides of the Iron Curtain. Right? Mm. Russia was spreading disinformation about the United States. The United States would have been spreading disinformation about Russia, it's just that's the way the game played. Once the Cold War ended, the West basically folded up their disinformation sections going, we don't need it anymore because they're, they're no longer a problem. We're not worried about Russia mm. anymore. It's sort of moribund and falling apart. We can relax. So they stopped. Russia didn't. Russia went, no, let's keep the disinformation stuff going. And Putin, once he got control of it, really amped it up. Yeah, and what we saw was like Facebook was the amplification of Mm. that disinformation. I mean, they've kind of tried to have more checks and balances now and kind of curb that a little bit more, but I still think social media, there is a lot of mistrust about what gets put through that lens. Yeah, and there was an interesting point that someone made is it also depends on the platform. Yeah. Right, so if you look at Twitter, uh, and of course you can look at us on Twitter on at Ice Podcast. Um, I love saying that. <laughs> I know you love saying oh, that. Yeah, I like talking to people it's, it's, ba- it's basically just David sitting in his little blanket fort really excited that people <laughs> want to talk to him. <laughs> Right. So the thing about Twitter is there's conflict on Twitter. Mm. You can people argue on Twitter. Yeah. Because and, and the reason this is a great reason why is on Twitter I can 
look at your stuff, even if I'm not following you. I can, if I search you, you come up, and the only way you can stop me from looking at your stuff is to block me. Yes. Right. Whereas on, I block hard and fast. I also mute. I mute. I mute. I mute. I muted one guy. I was just like, oh, shut up. Oh my god, I mute conversations that I've even started. Oh yeah. Because people and I let people just have their own little echo chamber. (laughs) Well, my father used to say one of the things he used to do when he was on shore leave was he'd go into a bar, like you know, Singapore or wherever. He'd go into a bar. And he'd start an argument with a bloke. Great. Like he'd start arguing with a bloke. And then he'd drag another guy into the argument and then he'd back out and sit there with a beer and watch them. That's, that is Twitter. That yeah. is like Twitter, Twitter is the modern-day version of that. Right. So, But the thing is, misinformation and disinformation, while it spreads through that, yeah. it, it often reaches barriers. All right, it, it hits somebody who goes, this is bullshit. And a really good example of that was just after the invasion started in Ukraine, there was the flight of that beautiful formation of, mm. you know, the Delta formation of planes flying over. This is the Russians coming to bomb Kiev. And yeah. It's like I took one look at that and being the son of a pilot, I looked at it and went, one, you're not going to fly in that formation because it's a flag formation. Two, you're not going to fly that low and you're sure as hell not going to fly that slow. Yeah. You're a target. This is not an invasion. This is something else. And, of course, it turned out to be a, an air show in Moscow two or three years before. Yes. And what they're saying basically with the the war right now and how Putin is essentially it didn't it's not really going his way. Not at all. And I've heard a lot of conversations around the American government and how strong their cyber security team is Mm. and how very good they are. And what they said was before he went into Ukraine – the the US started clamping down on a lot of disinformation that was coming out. Yeah. So he wasn't able to get the jump. He wasn't able to win the war on social media. But what we're seeing with Zelensky, he's really playing that social media card. He's getting up there. He's having conversations. He's winning the social media war. Yeah. And Putin is losing it. Now, the interesting thing about that was what America did as during the build-up. Mm. And they released actual intelligence yes. which you don't do right, right? it's it, you don't you try to keep all of your you know your cards well and truly on the table you want to keep them close to your chest but biden and the american intelligence community went no we're going to actually go out there and go mm. these are the troops that are building up on the border these are the photographs yep. this is the open source intelligence we're getting this is the closed source intelligence we're getting this is all the intelligence we're getting and oh by the way we know about the plans that are going on in the kremlin now that would have had a couple of guys in the kremlin absolutely crapping their pants yep. because Putin would have known there is someone in here who is feeding them information and I need to know who that is, right? So uh, they must have been very confident of the security of their sources. Now, they revealed a lot of intelligence that you just don't reveal. Right. But they did it for a really simple purpose. You can't use your disinformation campaign. We've already spilt the beans, yep. right? So we're in, they literally put themselves in front of the eight ball by going, we're going to play this card now before you can start playing the disinformation. So as soon as you went, this is a, a special military operation mm. to save Ukraine, It was the world was already calling bullshit on it before it even started. Yeah, and there was that campaign to like get platforms like TikTok and Instagram to not allow Russian state-based media to have access to it yeah. because a lot of the disinformation was coming through those platforms, particularly TikTok. Well, it's- the- the state-based media is owned by the state, ergo it's owned by Vladimir Oh, it's Putin. basically Putin's mouthpiece. It's, it's Putin's mouthpiece. Yeah. But what's very interesting is 
while the disinformation campaign isn't working outside of Russia, he's now, of course, flipped it around and he's pushing it inside. But it's not working the way he'd like to because what he didn't account for is so many people now have access to so much that he can't keep mm. he can't keep control of it. Yeah, and there's also there has been reports of the children of oligarchs who suddenly oh, come found out. all of their money is yeah. gone and they've gone, oh, really? We're going to start cracking. We're going to hit you on social media. Yes, and it's, it's been really interesting to see the children of oligarchs kind of stand up and, you know, t- take photos with, you know, solidarity to Ukrainians and stuff like that. It's, mm. pre- it's pretty ballsy. But I, yeah. I think I think Putin still lives in this idea of old school Russia. He hasn't accounted for the fact that new school Russia, ha- none of the oligarchs live in Russia. No. Their progeny don't live in Russia. No. So they have Western ideals and they, they come at it from a Western perspective. And that's that interesting speech he made last week basically saying the people that say they're Russians but mm. they don't live in Russia, they're scum, they're, they're gnats that you'd spit out if they flew into your mouth. That was directly loaded and aimed at oligarchs. Yes, because the oligarchs are the people that he basically put in place because they supported him. Yep. They have made billions of dollars oh, yeah. off being put in place. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him take their titles back and then redistribute them to other Oligarchs. Interestingly enough, he can't actually get his hands on the money. As like, no, no, not the money, but like the titles. So they're, oh, they're the heads. They're heads of companies yeah. that he can actually control. Well, the problem with that again is, it, despite that they've got that control, it's actually on a stock market. It's on a share market that they own it through. So they they actually own. They they have tangible assets within that company mm. that they own. Mm. I mean, to be perfectly honest, the finance side of it. If you really want to talk finance, talk to my wife because she understands this stuff. I yeah. don't. But the other thing is countering disinformation. Like misinformation is different. The problem with misinformation because it's it's more. Um, there's nothing nefarious behind misinformation. Well, that, that's true. There's no nefarious intent behind no. it. But the problem is most people that buy into the misinformation campaign are the kind of people that are buying into the conspiracy theory. And as soon as you turn around and say, look, here's the proof, their reaction, which is the same reaction to conspiracy, you know, anyone trying to debunk a conspiracy theory is like, yeah, but that's what they want you to say to prove that- Or or they'll be like, this is a classic- you, get, you basically give them proof to discount their theories and they'll go, yeah, but what about this? And you're like, no, but we were talking about the other thing and now you're talking about another thing. And it's like they just will go around in circles till they try and find the thing that they – it's just – it's crazy to me. And there is a name for that and it was created by the KGB. It's called Whataboutism. 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 It was created by the KGB? KGB created it back in the Cold War. Okay. It's their way when people sort of went, oh, hang on, you've just locked up a dissident. Well, what about that black guy you locked up? Yeah. Right. So, it was you're about that. <laughs> what about Martin Luther King? It's used in politics so they, much. Yeah, whataboutism was a KGB. Like, ah. it's- Well, KGB kind of- Sort of, they weaponized yep. whataboutism. Yeah. And you're seeing it now when they're, they've, they basically turn around and gone, well, what about Yemen? What about, what about Iraq? What about this? What, and to be perfectly honest, Iraq. Yemen, there is a, there's a war that's been going on for seven years in Yemen. I know. No, no one, one talks, talks about, about it. it. Because they're brown people. Yeah, they're brown like, people. no one cares. Uh, uh, Prince William is like, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what? what? Uh, uh, they're brown people. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Look, it was- honey, let's go over here and play with the children. They're wearing lovely clothing. <laughs> it, like a, a really good example, too. Um, there was some guy t- tweeted a couple of days ago. Basically, you know, the Zelensky fronted up to talk to the US government and kind of implore them to help out. Yes. 
Yes, and Congress. Then, yeah, Congress. And someone someone tweeted, oh, the least he could have done is put on a suit. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he should have worn that war suit that he yeah. has. And I, you know, just- The camouflage suit. I know. The camouflage tie. It's like the last thing he's, he's like literally being raided. And then underneath that, someone put in some weird article about how Zelensky and his wife bought a mansion and how he's rich enough. And I was like, but one has nothing to do with the other. Yeah. What aboutism? What aboutism? But what about this? Yeah. You know, as soon as you go, as soon as somebody says there is this, the next thing is what aboutism, which is a form of disinformation yes. as opposed to misinformation. It, proponents of misinformation or people caught in that loop will use it, mm. right? Now, how do we counter all of this? How? No. Okay. There's a but couple- read. Read more news. Read. Well, that's it. <laughs> but not the, But not if I hear one more time, mainstream media are to blame for everything. I am mainstream media. And let me tell you, we're not out to get you. No. There, there is no lie that I'm perpetuating just because I want to lull you into a false sense of security so we can fuck you right up. There is no lie. Oh, well, I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's the thing. Again, it's another Russian saying, trust and verify. Okay. Yes. You have a piece of information. Okay. I'm going to say that this piece of information is right. Yep. Now I'm going to verify it. So I've got a source and that is in and of itself, the most important thing to look at. Where has this come from? Yeah. Do you remember uh, back a while? Uh, this is when I, I discovered Twitter mm. because I got so angry on Facebook one day. I got into a flame war on Facebook. Oh, you get into arguments with people randomly? I find that really hard to believe. <laughs> I know. Someone <laughs> so calm. Yeah. Um, so somebody kept posting this petition from 10,000 scientists. Oh, yeah. Right. The 10,000 scientists yep. that said, you know, climate change isn't real. And this mm. woman kept posting, and I said, "Stop posting this! It's wrong. It's mm. not intuitive. It's true. There are ten thousand signs. Someone, yes, Professor Princess Leia and Professor Luke Skywalker. What the hell, lady? This is no, 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 no. They have to do that because they want to be anonymous. And she was doing the classic justification. Right? Yeah, she was justifying, 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 and it was just like, all right then. Mm. And I spent a good half hour on the internet, and only took me half an hour because I dug into. Who produced this petition? Right. Oh, it's this yep. uh, this foundation. Okay. Who pays for this foundation? Uh, okay. There's a lot of names there. What companies do these names? Oh, hang on. They're all false names. There's the company. It's an oil and gas company. Everything that gets put up that I go, oh, that's really interesting. Or is that true? I can tell you it takes me 10 minutes on Google to work out that it's not true. Yeah. Right. Or that it is true. Yeah. But like literally before I retweet something or before I um, make a comment about something, I literally Google it. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the other thing. It all comes down to face. People don't mm. want to lose face. Yeah. And, you know, when you get You can't admit out, when you're wrong. Uh, you should. I did it. I, I, when that guy got busted doing meth, I went, gee, that's terrible. Until you went, dude, this is such <laughs> a setup. And I went, and then when it was real, it's, uh, yep, yep, I'm an idiot. Yep. <laughs> as as we said, Michelle one, David zero. Right? So that's the We're going to keep that. Right? Trust, yeah, yeah, that's going to, yeah, yeah we, that's cool boards in the studio. Yeah, now. it is. I've, I've had it digitized. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. It's in the middle of the 24 foot table. Yeah. Um, put down that gun. Yeah. Right. Where did you get that gun? <laughs> right. And there you go. There's a little bit of disinformation. She wouldn't use a gun. She'd use a knife. She likes to be in close to do the wet work. Well, maybe it's misinformation. Oh, I would God. use a gun. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. Trust and verify. Right. So check the source. Yeah. And check multiple sources, right? Yes. If somebody has said this, make sure that somebody else has said it. Check and check a reliable source. Well, it's a it's a great kind of meme that everyone shared, you know, a couple of years ago. Well, mostly this meme came out when there was a lot of conversation about, especially 
being a parent about, you know, vaccinations mm. Mm. and not just the COVID vaccine, all but of other va- all of them. And is it, there's that great meme of like a, a woman sitting on the toilet with a phone in her hand and it's like she's she's doing her vaccination research yeah. on her phone yeah. in her bathroom because people just have this whole idea that we're being misled. Yeah, now that was- So, a, trust is yeah, a big thing. Trust is a big thing. And it was something that somebody, like a few academics in the United States have sort of said, what we need is a good echo chamber. And that's the problem mm. is echo chambers are echo chambers. As soon as, there's, 100%. as soon as there's any discord or there's any false information in an echo chamber, if it gets picked up by the echo chamber, it's going to stay in there. But also people get so caught up in being right that they don't want to have the conversation. To me, sometimes- the best things to come out of a conversation is the conversation itself, mm. not who's right and who's wrong. I learn a lot when I get to debate stuff. Yeah. And sometimes I'm wrong and I'm okay being wrong. But people are so, they so much want to be right yeah. that they're not willing to listen. It's one of the things I teach the children that I teach improvisation to is it's like play to fail. Yeah. yeah. Play to fail, you know. Make mistakes because that the mistake is where the real excitement and, and action is. And the good thing with improv too, you always say yes. Yeah, say yes. So if someone gives you an idea, you always say yes. You don't. You never deny it. So it's all that. That's that whole thing about being curious and open yeah. and taking on ideas that don't generate from you. Exactly. Now here's a question for you: mm. Who do you think is the like the, one of the best places or best countries? for dealing with misinformation and disinformation. Like as in shutting it down? Like dealing with it, like basically countering it. China. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So? Um, well, because they, they, they're so like so close. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia? No. It's Lithuania. Okay, that, that, that's so random. Well, Why? Well, Lithuania, don't forget, Lithuania is caught up in the Baltic states with, you know, Belarus and mm. Ukraine and all that. So they're sort of jammed in there and yep. they are a target. They're yeah, definitely yeah. a target for Russia. Russia would love to get a hold of the rest. Of, they, they want their empire back, or at mm. least Vladimir does. So the thing is, they've been punching tons and tons and tons and tons of disinformation yeah. into Lithuania. There's a bunch of guys. I love it. They call themselves the elves. Oh, right. They call themselves elves. And you what know, do they do? Well, elves. Elves kill trolls. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> it's just genius, right? That is so good. And the great thing is the article I was reading about the, the Lithuanian elves was they're just random people. Mm. Right? One of the guys is an actor-director, and he's basically about, you know, they've talked to him, he's about to go into a, a dress rehearsal for the latest play he's doing. Yeah. And he's, he goes, oh, excuse me, stop. And he goes online. He goes, oh, yeah, I got to, yeah. And he just goes online. And what does he do? A piece of disinformation's come in, so he's gone, Source, right? So he starts posting. This is where the source is, right? First, this is a, you know, the source yep. is coming out. Of, it's coming out of the Kremlin. By the way, here are all the counter arguments for it. And they literally, as that's the, amazing. As the disinformation comes in, these guys are just hitting back with the, the facts and figures that are going to counter it. So it stops it in its tracks. It stops it in its tracks. Now, the interesting thing is, we can all be elves. Right. And we've got to stop blindly accepting well, I any do, piece of information that comes out. And I do honestly believe that Twitter has a lot to answer for because they do nothing to clean up the bots. Mm. They could easily clean up the bots. I mean, I'm sorry, when someone with zero followers and has a a code which instead of a name, a user uh, yeah, code instead of a name, and an egg, it's like, I know what you're up to. But there's a lot of bots from both sides of politics and their whole job is to agitate, to agitate. Mm to create dissent, to troll people. Yeah. And Twitter could easily, easily shut that down by verifying every single user. Yeah. Look, I'll be honest with you. I used to go, oh, I've got to to teach this person a lesson. And here's the other thing. No, I just don't do it anymore. Here's the other thing that's really important about disinformation. Mm. More than misinformation, disinformation is designed to confuse. Yep. So dissent 
but also distract you, right? So if, Yes, while you're getting mad about that, yeah, something else is happening. I posted something on Twitter this week about how Vladimir Putin has gone, Ukraine has always been part of Russia and it belongs to us. Yeah. And then Peter Fitzsimons posted, it was great, a picture of the Mongol Empire saying, I think the Mongols would like to have a word to, <laughs> yeah, right. to Vladimir. Yeah. And I just posted underneath, I just answered it with, look, my ancestors used to own Annadale, so if all those <laughs> cashed up yes. in Westies wouldn't mind leaving, I'd be really grateful. Well, a lot of people went, ha-ha, that's funny. A couple of people went, oh, you're a descendant of George Johnson. And then some person took offense to the Indigenous. There was the Indigenous oh, yeah, one. The, the indigenous, well, the Indigenous one. Which is one. fine. They, they were the, they were the I, original I looked at owners. it. They you know, were the original owners. I just yeah. went, you know, testify, baby. Yeah. You know, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then one guy, yeah, you got everyone addicted to heroin. It was like all of this. What? Like, my people, <laughs> your ancestors got the world addicted to heroin. And, did, 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 and I was looking at it and went, oh, my God. Oh, and I stopped and I looked and sure enough, it's that little- I know. That's the thing. And then you just shut it down. Yeah. You know what I do? I block them now. Yeah. Because they're agitating. They're yeah. trying to get people to- they're, they're sowing the seeds of dissent. And, yeah. that, and so now I just block it. So it's never going to happen. Yeah, and, and the great thing about that was, first thing, look, and there's nothing in the avatar. Second, yeah. it's a name with eight digits behind it. Okay, that's a randomly generated name. Um, just click on it. Yep, there's one follow-up. Right, I'm out of here. And or, or if they jo- or if they joined March 2022, you're yeah, like, yeah. Um, who's now just discovering yeah. Twitter? They joined today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. On a- and the, but the funny thing about that is it was something I'm, my wife used to always say, you know, mm. stop. Yeah, and that's, again, why I moved to Twitter. Stop talking about politics. It's really angry and you're unhappy. I know. It's now, true. You Like, it is okay. really angry and unhappy, but you agitate towards that. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing was, it was like when my wife turned around and said, you, have you noticed something? I went, you, you get a lot more response when you're funny. Yeah, and exactly. And it was like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, Someone's oh being nice. So, start, you know, start being funny about it and enjoy it. Okay, so disinformation, right. misinformation, let's wrap this up. Right, so here's the important thing. Here's a big takeaway of what's going okay. on right now, okay? Yep. Disinformation and misinformation, they're a part of our universe. They're a part of the ecology we live in now yes. online. 100%. Now, what's really interesting about it is the Ukraine. Mm. Putin Putin was a master of this. Oh, yeah. He's lost the plot. He has, and he's also lost the disinformation war. He's lost that war, and it's going to count badly against him. Mm. The problem being it's not going to help Ukraine if we go, oh, they're winning the information war. No. It's a bit like- But it is helping helping the war. It's helping the war effort. But the bottom line is to win a war, you need boots on the ground. Yes. Now, America has sent over, what is it, 9,000 anti-tank systems, 6,000 anti-aircraft. They're sending material. But you know what? You need people to operate that material. And as the body count starts to rise, the big problem for Putin as well is the information that is coming out of Ukraine is schools are being bombed, theatres are being bombed. Civilians are being killed. Mm. That and as much as he's turning around, going, we we would never do that. His foreign minister, or well, the assistant or defence minister, got up and went, we, we would never do that. And it was like, excuse me, can we just have a look at Syria for a moment? Also, can we potentially talk about something to do with him locking up his top spies? Yes, right. Now that's a very important thing. He's also losing the information war because now his intelligence community yeah. no longer trust him. So let's maybe um, park that for now. Yeah, definitely. And in another app, we'll look at his security and who's around him and what's going on there. Also, what's really important is the relationship between mm. the intelligence community and a government. All right, yes. that's a really important. Okay, well, thing. let's look at that government and the relationship between government that and, and the intelligence. intelligence. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, gaslighting. Oh, gaslighting. Right, gaslighting. Okay. 
Okay. One, one We've got a couple of minutes. Let's couple of minutes, wrap right. it up. Right. So, Gaslight, do you know where the term comes from? Um, oh gosh, I should know this. Mm, you should. Because it was one of these things that, like, really kind of beca- came into fruition, it feels like, just a couple of years ago. Well, actually, it gaslighting sort of popped in and ran about there. It started the, – the term started in the 70s. But yes, it but it's took, become more popular yeah, now. It started as a psychological term. Ah, right, yes. Or a psychiatric term, and then it never really took off as a psychiatric term, mm. but it's suddenly gone pulled into the political sphere. It comes from the 1938 movie Gaslight. Oh, really? Now, the story is there's this woman who thinks she's going mad because she'll put down something like a gift from oh, her yeah, husband. and then it would be moved. And it's moved. Yeah. And her husband seems to be going out every night, but she doesn't know why. And then she can hear footsteps in the, yes. the house above her, but and the lights go down, the gaslight goes down, uh, and it turns out it's her husband. Yes, right? he's gaslighting her. He's gaslighting her by making her think she's insane. See, and now it's – I love the way that we use it now, and yeah. it, it's an actual thing. Yeah. Like as a female, if you stick up for yourself. And then a man will try and, you know, gaslight you. I by. thought that was mansplaining. Oh, God. There's so many things you men do. The thing to with gas- yeah, the thing with gaslighting is, mm. and it, it, it falls within the parameter yes. of disinformation and misinformation, yep. it's meant to make you question your own reality. So it's not yes. you, it's not helping, it's not like misinformation where you've decided that this is the reality. It's actually making you question what you believe is reality. Yeah. So, so it's like Putin gaslighting Ukraine. Yeah, it's well, it's like P- Putin gaslighting. Well, Putin is- Or Putin gaslighting the world. Well, it's actually Putin <laughs> gaslighting Russia now because that's all that's I know. left. He's actually gaslighting his own troops. Yeah, he's gaslighting Because he's himself. making them believe that they're going in and saving all these people and then they, they walk in there and like- they're like, that's not what's going on here. Which is the thing. That's the big problem with mm. gaslighting. You and eventually it, get caught out. Yeah, and that's what happens in the movie. Eventually she finds out what the real story is. The because truth. The truth. Because someone comes in and says, uh, this is what's going on. We need you to understand it. You're not going mad. So, again, with disinformation, misinformation, trust and verify. Trust and verify. And also check your source. And honest to God, if someone says something that makes you question reality, don't check them. Check reality. Yeah. You know? <laughs> If someone says it's raining, don't go online to find out. Stick your bloody head out the window. Well, that's really good. Good yeah. advice. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. I'll take a bow now. Bye-bye. Okay, Ta-da.